Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. You're listening to DraftKings Network. was the night before Christmas, and all through the show, many creatures were stirring, including Gojo. The hot takes were spun by the gas bags without care, in hopes that Stugat's riches they'd soon get to share. Sports bettors were sitting on the edge of their beds, sweating out parlays with way too many legs. With Dad in his golf cart and I on the beach, nestled before TVs for both Pop-Tart and Peach. When in the fourth quarter there arose such a clatter, children locked on Twitter to see what's the matter. To the four-letter network I flew like a flash, tore open DK Sportsbook to deposit some cash. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but 38-year-old LeBron James and four others in Lakers gear. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work to cook Jason Tatum in the Celtics backcourt. But wait, do you see? Even more should appear. It's three NFL games to fill my heart up with cheer. Now Raiders on Chiefs and Giants on Eagles, then Ravens and Niners, is this even legal? Then I heard my dad say as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all and a damn good sports night. <laughs> special. I have always wanted to say that. Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick Sr., Jesse Cofield and I holding it down here in the most festive studio on earth here at DraftKings in Boston. We found every Christmas decoration they had in this place. We've got our menorah over there as well. We got everything rocking and rolling in here, feeling really good here. We are still, by the way, brought to you by Wrangler. Made for the ride of life. Save 15% on your first Wrangler.com order with promo code GOJO15. And we got a great show for everybody here for the holidays here as we want to look back at the year that was, look ahead to some stuff that we got going on. We got some of our favorite interviews that we've done here on the show. We've got to look ahead at the college football playoff. We have got a bunch of Christmas-themed lists, including drafts. Jesse and I have matching sweaters right now. Can't beat that. Feeling really good here. Dad, I appreciate you trying to dress up even though you don't look as good as us. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, man. When you got an elf shirt on, when you got Will Ferrell, I mean, I think that's right up there. I, I think I get a lot of points for that. I, you know, I'll give you a fair amount of points for doing that. You weren't able to muster the Yule log in the background of your shot no. here. We've got a real warm, cozy vibe. We, someone found just a fireplace yeah. in the studio here that we've got over in the corner. Wow. So we're operating and firing on all cylinders right now. But like I said, I've always wanted to do a holiday special. Felt like a fun thing to do. You see people over the years try and figure out how to reinvent those. While we don't, I think, have any song and dance planned, we do have plenty of good friends that we want to invite by to help us out with this, in addition to all the stuff that we want to look back on here. And I can tell you, I have always wanted to do this right here. Can we see who is at the door for the first one of our friends that's going to join us today? Oh. That sound you hear, guys, is none other than Jessica Smetana, co-host of Golik and Smetty. And you can see her all the time on the Dan Levitard Show with Stu Gotts. Jess, how are you? Happy holidays. I wore a festive shirt, too. I have this um, Tis the Season for Marcus Freeman shirt on. <laughs> There we go. Wow. Hardly home, but always repping. Jess, uh, that's bringing the Christmas spirit in a way that I feel like is kind of hard right now. Like, I'm back in the Northeast. It's cold and cozy outside. We've got all this in here. You're down in Miami most of the time right now. How is it trying to manufacture Christmas spirit there? It's difficult when the weather is perfect every day. I have this sad garland next to me, and I have a couple, like, sad little Christmas stockings. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's beach weather, guys. I, I don't feel like Christmas is here yet. So it's, a, it's amazing. She has her, she's looking, has a Christmas bathing suit, not a Christmas jacket or a warm <laughs> jacket because she's in warm weather, not cold weather. It works out pretty well for you, huh, Jess? 
Yeah, except for when you actually live in Miami, you just like never really actually go to the pool or the beach because you, you can all the time. <laughs> so you just take it for granted. And then like I've lived here for three years, I've probably gone to the beach like twice. So, yep. I know that feeling as we've got one leg of the show in Arizona right now. I'm normally out in Los Angeles. And so we get it. This time of year, it can be tough to come by. And so if we can provide nothing else for people today, we want to try and get you in the holiday spirit with a bunch of different things, not just the festive decor, not just our friends coming by, but with another tried and true holiday tradition. And Jess, this is why I was really excited to bring you in here today because we want to start everyone's holiday season off the right way. As you're getting ready to welcome family and friends into your homes, try and make this occasion merry and bright for the young kids in your life maybe, all these different things. We want to start off the holidays the way the good Lord intended, complaining about stuff. The Festivus tradition that is the airing of grievances going into Christmas feels like the right way to start all of this. So I want to go around the room and get some grievances with everybody here. I'll say age before beauty. So, Dad, why don't you get us started here since you're older, so I'd imagine you've got infinitely more things to complain about since life probably hurts and is louder at this point. Oh, I've got grievances with all three of you. All three of you. I've got grievances, okay? And you're right. I'm up there in age a little bit, so maybe I'm a little more sensitive to things, you know? And and then that's one of the grievances that's going to to Jess, my uh, my partner on the podcast with Golik and Smeddy. I'm gonna go, I'm trying to figure out who I want to start with. Mike, I think I'll save you for last. <laughs> Jesse, I think I'm gonna go first with you. Okay. Okay. So we start this show, Gojo and Golik, and Jesse, you're you're our you're with us. It's this three-person group here. You're anchoring the show in Boston. And what did we do for the first week of this show, Mike? We went to Boston to spend the week there, right? And subsequently, we found out. Listen, hanging out at Jesse's place for holidays is pretty cool. You got stone crabs, you got caviar. It's a pretty cool thing. Mike, do you remember getting invited out as kind of a uh, get to know everybody? thing over at Jesse's house the first week of the show. I don't remember that, Jesse. I don't remember kind of you saying, hey, let's go party at my house and kind of get to know one another. Where was that? Yeah, um, that, well, first of all, you're, you have a grandchild that lives in this state. That's a fair point. So let's not pretend that you wanted to drive out to my house in Wellesley when you, you got Jackson in the proximity here. You got a whole other son here, you got a daughter-in-law. <laughs> Frankly, I didn't think that anybody wanted to come to my house. But now that you've said it, you better believe that next time you're in this state, you're coming to my house, whether you like it or not. Well, you know, a little late. I don't know if I'll accept the invitation. We'll see. I'll have to wait and see what kind of mood I'm in. All right? Uh, I'm done with you. Okay. Uh, Jess, let's go to you, my partner on Golik and Smeddy. Here's my issue, and I'm doing this for your dad as well. Age shaming. You, how oh, many, every single podcast, you somehow find a way to slip in an age shaming joke on me. That's our whole dynamic, Mike. And honestly, I, I want to take this time because this holiday spirit is a time for forgiveness. I'm not going to argue with you because I think old people are adorable and we should listen to them more. And you're a very sweet man. And I'm truly sorry if I hurt your feelings. <laughs> see, see, see how she does it? She just kind of slides it in there, the whole old man comment. See, so my grievances aren't even doing any good because she just stays with that young she just mouth of hers. She just jujitsued you on that one. She did. She used your old kindness against you and basically was the meme of the person walking back their grandmother yes. with the walker into the home to feed you mushy Very peas. Very good, sweetie. Time yes. to go yes. to bed. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I get the we get the I get the late invite to Jesse's house. I still get age shamed by Jess over here. So Mike, I'm just going to go to you. And that's all about, uh, you know, when I was coming out to L.A. to do a Thursday night oh, game. Uh, and every time I came out to L.A. during the regular season, I would stay at your house. I would sleep on your bed. We would do the show together. But you weren't there. You were out of town when I was doing that that game. And you knew it. And not once Jess or Jesse, not once did Mike say, hey, why don't you just stay at the house? I have a whole setup there for the show. You can sleep on a bed instead of a hotel. Never once, never once did you bring that up so I had to stay in a dingy, dark hotel on a horrible bed and try and put two cans and a string together to do the show. 
So I wanted to get here from, from Jess and from Jesse on this because my immediate reaction to this was defense posture. Because one, he's a grown man, and if he had had this idea and really wanted to act on it, he could have said, hey, Mike, you think I could crash at your place while I'm out there if it was really on his heart? The other thing I want to bring up is the circumstances surrounding this. I live in like an 850-square-foot apartment by the beach in Los Angeles. It is small. It's like a closet. It gets the job done. It's great for me because I'm a single father of none, but I figure my dad, who's grown up and lived in mansions and been so wealthy for so long now, the riches of Mike and Mike have sent him to a stratosphere most people can't comprehend, and so he's used to space and room to roam and all these things that I wouldn't be able to provide for him there, and I didn't want to have to make my father step back into my squalor, and so I wanted him to run free inside the Ritz-Carlton or whatever hotel he was putting himself up with, with his lavish riches at that point, so I feel like I wasn't in the wrong here. I think, frankly, if I was in your position, I would have been like, aren't you going to get us adjoining hotel rooms for the week? Right. You know, and 100%. then you can do room service and hang out. Man, wow. I you could have actually you. brought me on a vacation, a staycation at home, Dad. Pretty selfish of you. Jesse's right. <laughs> Jess, you're my last hope on this. Mike's giving all the excuse in the world, saying that I should have brought it up. It's not my house to invite myself. He didn't invite me. Please tell me, Jess, my partner in a podcast, that you're on my side on this one. I agree with Mike. Like I said, we should listen to our elders. They can teach oh, us God. a lot here of important <laughs> lessons. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it's so true. From the before times here, how to power a car that's got no real working engine, just a crank in hand there, what it was like when milk cost a nickel, what it's like to be able to buy a home in cash, not even just because you're as wealthy as my father, but because home prices were much more affordable and realistic. So, Dad, do you feel a lot better now that you've taken aim at everybody in this room? I hate all three of you. How about that? Merry effing Christmas to all of you. All right, there we go. I appreciate that. I'm going to be honest. When we came to the airing of grievances, I was going to kind of keep it PG here. I thought maybe we'd point the arrow out at other people here. But Dad just decided to really lean into the festivist spirit and light everybody in this room on fire. So, yeah. uh, Jess, you're our guest here. I want to make you feel welcome. Is there a Now that you've had this sprayed in your direction, is there a grievance <laughs> that you'd like to get off your chest here this holiday season? I made a, a short list. I have many more because I love complaining, but I'm just going to start with this. Let me know if you want me to expand on any of these. Um, here are my grievances. People who say that there are not enough bowl games, football season weddings, recipes not having oh. a weight measure. I don't want to use cups. I want to use my scale. Please get serious. Matt Canada, Miami drivers, the absolute worst, the worst. Notre Dame's offense this season against good defenses. Um, people who stand in the way when it's not their turn to board yet, but they think that it is. Oh. They're actually in group six, but you're not. Yes. And so you have to go around them in all of their bags, even though they know yes. six comes after one, two, three, four, five. Uh, and not getting invited <laughs> on the show enough. You guys, come on. This is the first time you've invited me on the show in months. What's the deal? Those are just a few. No, you know what? And that last one's a valid criticism there. I just figured you already see too much of my dad once a week and have no. to deal with Stu Gotts on an almost daily basis, even though he's hardly ever actually on the show at this point. So that's a fair criticism, yes. Dad. We, we feel on that last one, we feel that we need to, ha need to have people at least 30 and mature enough to be on this show. <laughs> wow. Got my ass. I'm so young. Yeah, I did. But <laughs> oh, man, you it. are so right. You are so right about the uh, about the airport. I mean, just sit down and wait your turn. Oh, thank you. The, See, uh, the always the, right. Michael I was gonna say yes. the the airport is really the source of most of my frustration in any given year. And just just hit on the principal one there. It's. People in the airport have no awareness that anyone else is flying besides them. They decide whether it is the people that want to stand in the middle of the moving walkway, the people that won't yes. clear their bins at the end of the TSA line and just let them pile up as new ones come out there. The people, and we had the famous viral video of this year of the guy cursing out a baby on the airplane for oh. being loud and quiet, it is the most selfish place that I have encountered. And there are more people, like the football field is the only place where I could legally assault people in my life. The airport should be number two. I should be able to keep people's cars who double park and knowingly violate that right. And I should be able to full open on office linebacker people that stand in the middle of the moving walkway at the airport, Jesse. Yeah, 100%. good call. Yeah, I think we should make 
crime legal. So yeah, say a purge, <laughs> a purge at the airport would probably go a long way. My oh only God. other grievances, um, I would say, besides that, were the people that are constantly complaining that Lane Johnson or any offensive tackle in the NFL are jumping offside. It's called timing the snap. You spend all offseason working on it. Everyone else has an advantage there. The D linemen are incredible freak athletes here. You're trying to take advantage of the few things that you have at your disposal on offense. He's timing it well because he's better than you are. Deal with it, normies. So you admit you admit that defensive linemen are better athletes than offensive linemen? Yeah, for the most part. Probably not Lane Johnson. He's a freak, but Yeah, he is, he is pretty much a freak. That's your grievance? That's your grievance? Yes. That and the people that wanted to ban the tush push, I think that's a cop-out yeah. by losers who aren't competent enough to actually run it themselves and are mad because a group of big, burly boys banded together yeah. and decided they could be bigger and burlier than everybody else in their path and have Taking to steamrolling them for the most part, by and large. That's fair. Yeah, That's the, fair. The, the only way that gets banned, it's not going to get banned because people aren't getting hurt, and that's the only reason they ban stuff. So that won't get banned. Jesse, what kind of grievances do you have? Uh, yeah, so my main grievance that I will air right here right now has nothing to do with anybody in this room except for one person, I guess, is technically in this room. Uh, being pregnant at the holidays is just, yeah. oh, <laughs> man, none of you have experienced this, and let me tell you. It sucks because I need a drink. I need a drink right now. <laughs> and let me tell you, drinking while pregnant is frowned upon, and I will not be doing it. But what I'm saying is you never need a drink more or, like, want to drink more to be festive or also to get through whatever you have to get through around the holidays. You never want to drink more. And here I am, you know, 30 weeks pregnant, not, can't have a drink, and it's not great. It's not great. So that's my So this is the amazing thing to me is my grievance, I had one against all three of you, and you all, you know, ripped me for it. Jesse's grievance is against her unborn child. Yep. Her unborn child she has a grievance against. Yeah. I mean, the kid's kind of cramping her style right now, so Literally I get it. cramping my style. <laughs> I have cramps. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love him, obviously, but yeah, I just, and it's worth it to be pregnant and you get to meet your baby and all that stuff. But yeah, it sucks <laughs> to have to be sober for nine months, okay? Boy, you're really selling that one. <laughs> uh, you know, it's called a grievance for a reason. I will say, right. though, to Jess's point earlier, we can learn a lot from prior generations, as my parents have always pointed out, like, Oh, you know, my mom was carrying around a cigarette all during my pregnancy here. What's drink the drink the here they're really going to do? Yeah, and, well, we, you know, saw how our parents' generation turned out. That is very Yeah, not great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying, we learned, you, you, you learned from history, right? That's what you're supposed to I do. I learned it by watching you, Dad. <laughs> and how are you going to, by the way, rip her for ripping on her child when you sat up here and essentially did it to your actual child and then the other person that's like a daughter to you at work? Yeah, at least my child's not born yet. He can't hear me. Yeah. Yeah, well, he can't hear you, but I'm sure as hell going to tell him everything you said. <laughs> that's for sure. Jess, Jess, Jess over here is like the daughter that... Well, you know what? She's kind of like Sydney. They're the same age, graduated the same year, and she rips me as well. So I guess I, I should feel I, right at home. I know home. that it's not a compliment when you're about to compare me to Sydney, yeah. but if you're going to do it, give me whatever you got her for Christmas, because I'm sure it was really good. <laughs> I mean, he'll he take a credit fair. card, too. I was going to say, he can operate fair. the same way. He'll just send you the credit card number. You buy what you want, and then that's the Christmas present to you there. That's a sick gift. That is a pretty sick gift. Yeah. That's horrible. That, all right, is just, you know what? that is so wrong. I feel pretty so good wrong. in letting this all out right now. It can be cathartic around the holidays because, like, listen, like Jesse said, it can be a stressful time with everybody. You got family yeah. coming in town. You don't always like all of them. You like some of them. You tolerate the rest of them, and you figure out a way to get through it right now. Jess, thank you for helping us get through this initial run of the Gojo and Golik holiday special. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll hopefully talk to you a lot sooner now that we know you'd like to be around yeah. here more. I mean, come on, please. I, I would like a palate cleanser from Stugatz occasionally. Just don't have me on when he's on. Although he probably bails on you. There, Stu Gotts, add that to my grievance list, all right? I'm not <laughs> done. Stu Gotts, just in general, all of him, all the time. He's on the list.
The internet is saying that Elf on a Shelf is being likened to poltergeist visits. Is the Elf on the Shelf a snitch? Honey, I just won the Canadian lottery. One of my family members would screw up enough to where we could hold it against them for the rest of their lives. That sounds like a recurring nightmare to me. All this stuff is to watch sports. Yes. That weekend, you have guys messing with their stones yeah. to watch sports. Well, I hope no one's just I having mean, an elective vasectomy just so they have to like, go to work. Like, I know you can reverse them, but still. It's just like that blanket around you, that hot cup of cocoa. It's just, you settle in, you say, this is the comfort food I need. All right, guys, let's talk about Jägermeister. They could have written a totally normal ad here, like a really classic ad. They could have talked about their history, the 56 botanicals. It could have been all salesy and cutesy, but they know you don't care. Jägermeister doesn't want to be like all those other ads you've seen and heard. They just wanted to say two things. Jägermeister is great, but everyone has been drinking it wrong. Damn, that's cold. Drinking it wrong? All right, if that's the case, how should we be drinking it? They are so glad you asked, and so am I, Dad. I'm here to help you. Ice cold is the answer, at zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jägermeister. That's it. That's all they want to tell you. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends or at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister U.S., White Plains, New York. Welcome back to a very Golic holiday special. Guys, 2023 has been the year of Taylor Swift, our Lord and Savior, from dropping new albums to selling out stadiums to finding love, question mark? Okay, that's right. The budding romance <laughs> between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey has taken the world by storm and has brought a whole new audience to the NFL, okay? Swifties swarmed their TVs just trying to get a glimpse of who has now become known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. But not all the attention was good, okay? We had some old school football fans who were not the biggest fans of Swelsey, uh, as some may say. So, to help us break down the best of Taylor and Travis, who's that? What? Let's welcome in, in friend world? of the show, namesake of Wilder Wednesdays, Charlotte Wilder. Oh my God, thanks for having me over guys. It's so warm and cozy in here. Oh yeah. And Charlotte, we felt like you'd be the perfect addition to this holiday special as we get ready to look back at just what Jesse described there. This has been something that has been an integral part of our show and every Wilder Wednesday, I feel like has been a chance for us to update and catch up on everything that happened from this relationship. Like Charlotte, isn't it amazing to think about there was a time when we were debating whether or not this was even real, let alone something now that looks like it could be forever. Yes, yes, it's, it's truly remarkable. I also, I don't know, I feel like I always, Maybe this is revisionist history. I feel like I always sort of thought it was real, but I also feel like I wrote a Substack where I said something like, even if it isn't real, so I guess I was hedging my bets, but I don't know. I always, it, it felt like, uh, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day and she she does not usually um, sort of bring up pop culture stuff. And she was just like, you know, I said, Taylor is at Gillette, wasn't she? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I just, it makes me so happy seeing them together. They both seem so lighthearted. And I think that that is the best encapsulation. They, they just seem like they're having a really great time together. So here's my question now that we're past, are they or aren't they? Now it's, where do you think, Mike, the wedding will be? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? That's a great question. And I honestly have no idea. At her house I have an idea. in Rhode Island. Yes, thank yeah, you, Jess. Obviously. Oh, yeah. oh, you think? Okay. Right, Charlotte? This is yeah, mad. We're like, okay, uh, clearly at the Holiday House, which is yeah. what uh, the yeah. last great American dynasty is based on, but Yeah, I also digress. Rhode Island um, on the beach, like obviously the most enviable wedding location ever. Like, uh, yes, she's definitely getting married there. Boy, I just, me wow. and dad just boy mathed ourselves straight back into the student section Very on that one. Answer. So this is, you Actually, know what? This is why we like this great group here. 
Well, it could be it could be a little too public is all I'm thinking because there's a resort right next to it where you can just sort of camp out. Very easy, rent out the ocean house. Rent out the ocean house for your guests yeah. to stay there. Tented wedding in her backyard. See, See I, I, I envision more of her like taking over a small island and flying everybody in to the small island and being a real destination. But wedding. whatever country that's in, it could be like a national security threat or yeah. something. Like you just gotta. <laughs> and then you gotta deal with like boat paparazzi, like Diana, like Princess Diana. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Oh, we, and none of us want to deal with boat paparazzi. So it's a pain as I've had to, it's really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We're gonna move away from boat paparazzi in the future. And instead look back at the past and some of our favorite moments that this has brought us because it, Jesse, you mentioned it off the top. It really has been fun, especially as a card-carrying Swifty, to watch that part of my life and that part of the world merge more fully with the sports part of the world, specifically the NFL. There's been plenty of cross crossover. All of us here are football fans. All of us here are Taylor Swift fans. But there are some people that were meeting the other side for the first time, and it brought up a lot of really big moments. So, Charlotte, you are our guest here. You are giving us your time on this holiday special. I want to start with you from this last year, from this relationship, your favorite Swelsey or Tavis moment from 2023. Oh man, um, you know, I think, I think probably when she first showed up at that Chiefs game and everybody lost their minds and I freaked out, I just absolutely freaked out. I could not believe this was happening, but, but it was actually like, that's my knee jerk reaction. My, my elbow jerk reaction is, um, when they went out for the first time publicly and Travis held Taylor's hand like a football and he had her concealer on his nose and a little red lipstick around his beard. Um, you know, a little frisky. I liked it. <laughs> that, was, it was definitely, that was the first time we were like, okay, like uh, mother is mothering yeah. in a very different way than most of us have gotten My to see. Right. Yeah. Great pull. The handhold like a football too was great so good. because it was that admission like, oh, like he really cares because we know in football, ball security is job security. You have the hopes mm -hmm. and dreams of the entire organizations in your hand at once. Yeah. And so he got to pull that off. A great moment, a great pick, Charlotte. Yeah. Dad. Thank you. We know of the group of us here, you are the least Swifty inclined. Yeah. You weren't at the concert with us this year, but we have dragged you into this with us. So what have you picked up from proximity uh, association with this entire subject? Well, first and foremost, you know, when when Jesse was doing the, the lead into this, talking about some of the old school football fans not being happy, and, and there were plenty of them, and I'm an old school guy, but I can't believe the people that had a problem with this. I mean, that just blew my mind. Even some of the announcers not wanting to show Taylor as much as they did. I mean, get over it already. I mean, come on. It's a joke. And I, as a parent, part of me, the, the, the best part was when the, the parents were getting together and getting to know one another. Because that, that's a big part of a relationship if your parents are around and you're close to your parents to having them all meet. I think that's a very, very cool thing. But I think I liked her her line about Chad's, Brad's, and Dad's. Um, you know, just kind of kind of basically, come on, people, you know, what, what, what are we doing here? You know, and then the context of the way she used that. I just, so I, I thought that was a, a great line I thought she used. So between that and the parents getting in on it and meeting one another, you knew Donna Kelsey was going to be everywhere in this, but I think it's a cool thing, and, and I'm, I'm bought in. I think these kids hopefully can be happy together for a long time. It, uh, it was great. It was part of the Time Magazine profile on Taylor Swift where she said, yeah, I don't have time to worry. I'm there to support Travis. I don't have time to worry about any dad, Brad, or Chad who's upset because they show me a little bit too much yeah. on TV. That's gross. Yeah. We love that, Jesse. We love that. Love she it. was just saying, F the haters. I'm watching him do what he loves. I'm supporting my man. She said, let him Boom. hate, 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 yes. while the players, my boyfriend, play, play, play. Yes. Uh, Jesse, your favorite moment from this last year? Uh, that's going to be coming from September 24th uh, when she was watching the Chiefs play the Bears and a fan account tweeted a photo of her in the suite and she had a little plate of food in front of her and the caption of the fan account tweeting was, Taylor Swift was eating a piece of, of chicken with ketchup and seemingly ranch, exclamation point. And it just went mega viral because it was like, the most mundane thing that Taylor Swift does is news. So everyone was like, seemingly ranch became a thing. I think Heinz <laughs> actually released seemingly ranch as a joke. Yes. So just an iconic moment from Taylor Swift because who doesn't love a chicken tender with ketchup and seemingly ranch?
Boom. There you go. That's true. Mike, everything she touches turns to gold, yep. including go ahead, uh, Mike. Ranch, which is already liquid gold. Exactly. I'm glad you brought us to Twitter, Jesse, because I'll finish it off. My favorite moment of this, bar none, was Travis Kelsey surviving one of the most harrowing situations imaginable. A bunch of internet super sleuths that are the Swifties going through his old tweets to see if they could find problems, and instead found a man who just decided that Squirrel needed a reimagining right now. The Travis Kelsey tweet, I just gave a squirrel a piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha, hashtag crazy. That tweet from April 14th, 2011 was totally indicative of the wonderful golden retriever man that Taylor Swift was linked to at this point here. And the spelling of squirrel, I still think, you see at the end of the year, the dictionary adds words or adds some pop culture word. I think we need to officially change the spelling of squirrel and honor this. <laughs> like Loki, the best part of this tweet to me is that he also spelled peace wrong, but it's just gotten completely swept under the rug because he spelled squirrel so atrociously. Also, I mean, does anyone know how to spell squirrel? I certainly Not don't. off the top of my head, no. How many well, we R's, talked how many about this. When we talked about this, I said seven out of ten people, if you just walked up to him on the street, would spell it wrong. Yeah. I'm with exactly. you, Charlotte, on that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. He's I, a man of the people. I would say ten out of ten people, if surveyed, would say they love Wilder Wednesdays. Charlotte, thank you for always being such a great part of the show this year. Happy holidays. We love you, bud. Oh, love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, wishing you all the, the Christmas cheer and Hanukkah happiness and Happy New Year and blah, blah, blah. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. That's code GOJO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. holiday special it is time for something really exciting okay the first annual gojo and golik holiday draft so we're featuring five categories here best holiday movie best holiday song best holiday food best holiday tradition and best holiday decoration everybody will draft one item in each category in any order that they choose and who's that at the door? Oh my gosh. What in the hear, world? Do you hear that? Wow. I'm totally surprised by this guest that we had no idea was coming. It's Jason Fitz, everybody. Wow. Uh, Yahoo Sports' very own. You guys can check him out on the weekends on Fox Sports Radio. You've seen him out on this show plenty. Jason, happy holidays. Thank you for joining our draft. We could think of no more appropriate gas bag than yourself. I, I want to just note that while you can't necessarily see it, I do have my homage shirt. All right, that gives me the NBA jam of Santa and Rudolph. So I've got my shirt. And Mike, in honor of you, I wore my favorite shoes. I'm not bendy enough to show them to you, so I'll just take one off. I've got my Grinch shoes, all right, so my Grinch oh. pumps. All right, so there we go. Got the Grinchy pumps. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. Whew, whew. I, mean, I got all this. Let's go. I mean, you've got oh, the spirit, I but you're also supporting the guy that exploited Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's services yeah. right off the bat. I mean, my God, one of the most toxic relationships in Christmas history, Santa and Rudolph guiding his sleigh out of a crime of convenience after they spend the kid's whole life basically treating him like dirt, Dad. Terrible. 
listen, I agree. You know how I feel about that. I mean, I get the story, and for the kid's sake, we'll try and play it off like it's all a good thing. But, man, I mean, I, I, like I said, if I was Rudolph, I'd have told Santa to kiss off when he said, guide my sleigh after the way you treated me. I said, I'll guide your sleigh if somebody else is sitting in there, fat man. Uh, but, hey, you know what? We, we digress. This is supposed to be a nice time of holiday season, though I will say earlier in the show when we had uh, my partner, uh, Jess Matana, we f did our grievances. I do have another grievance, and that would be Jason's hair. Good Lord, what is that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shots wow. fired. I mean, listen, you can take the guy out of country music. You can't take the ah. country music out of the guy, and ah. I feel like it still manifests in the faux hawk that Jason's been rocking since I met him. Yeah, look, I just let's let's be honest. Michael Jr. is never allowed to make any comment about hair because he hasn't had oh. it since he was seven. <laughs> and senior is I, I spent how much of my life watching senior just be massaged while he was getting his hair done so before true. all the shows. I mean, like, that, like so, you know, I'm just saying I'm the lo lowest maintenance. I just, you know, that, and then we go. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Jason Fitz. I think of low maintenance. What I do yeah. think of for Jason is a gas bag who appreciates the finer arts of a sports talk radio and television list. So that's what we're going to do. Jesse laid it out for us here. We've yes. got the draft coming up here. We've got our five categories. Again, you're going to pick the best holiday movie, your favorite holiday song, your favorite holiday food, tradition, and decoration. We are going to snake draft in an order that's been predetermined already by our producers. My father is going to have the first pick, followed by Jason, myself, and then Jesse in the four spot there. We go until we each have one member from each category. So, Dad, I hope you understand that because I'm not going to explain Wait. it again to you. Jason, I have a oh question. God. I have oh a question. God. Is Seriously. this a draft of, like, I already knew I was going to make it complicated. Am I drafting here to try and win the popular vote? Because, like, y'all know there are certain things that are standards at the holidays that I despise. Do I draft them because I want people to approve of my draft? Or do I just draft what, I'm, what I love the most? Do what you love the most and let people judge you for who you really are. Draft what you oh. want. I mean, if you keep okay. asking these questions, we're going to ask you to leave. Oh, man. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's Seniors fair. feeling <laughs> frisky. Yeah. Yeah, Jason, draft what you want, which that means if you want to go and have the internet kiss your ass because you've drafted to appease all of them, when we right. inevitably post this graphic, then yes, draft to your heart's content that way, you sweet No, I'm going to be a troll. I'm going to get destroyed. I'm going to stay off social media. Please go ahead, good sir. You have the first ah. pick. Oh, my God. All right, Dad, you got the first pick here. What are we taking off the board right now? All right, I'm going with something that I think others may have, though I'm not sure, so I want to make sure I have it uh, for me. And I'm going to go with movie, and I'm going to go with the shirt I'm wearing. I'm going with Elf. I'm not going with one of the old-time traditional movies where everybody sits and tears up about the great things of the holiday, which is cool and all that. Like what you like, but I'll go with a good laugh, and Elf gives me a great, great laugh. So Elf is my number one pick for my, and I'm going to go in the movie category. You know what I do, I do appreciate about this, Jason, is the fact that my dad said I'm not going to pick some old-timey movie. Even though Elf is like 20 years old now, I understand we have plenty in Christmas canon that's older, but it is a yeah. wild moment for me to realize True. that movie is now basically almost of legal drinking age. Yeah. Um, I, I would like for you all to know that just like my, my beloved Raiders, uh, even at the second pick, my draft is already screwed. Because I was certain Elf would be there as the second ah, overall pick. I was yes! certain it would be there for me. It is not. And now I have to veer. Okay, so I will instead go. I'm just going to go with my heart here, and I'm going to go straight to the music. I'm going to take the first Christmas carol off the board. And if we're going to take a song off the board, i got to just take it all the I'm Oh Holy Night is the best Christmas carol of all time. I don't care what anybody says. So I'm taking Oh Holy Night off the board. Wow. All right. Okay. All right, that's, a, uh, that's certainly a choice, not where I would have gone here. I don't know, when it comes to Christmas music, I'm not surprised for anyone unfamiliar with Jason Fitz. He's a classically trained musician. He attended Juilliard. So I figured we'd get some hoity-toity, high and mighty one from Jason. I like the Christmas pop stuff, Jesse. Yeah. Like currently, that's why my number three overall pick right here. I'm going straight for the jugular on this one. Get, like, I understand. It's tried and true. People might say it's cliche. Give me Mariah Carey. All I uh. want for Christmas is you. Every time when I hear those opening notes, I immediately know whatever Christmas function I'm at is about to pop off to the next level. Yeah, you can't argue with that choice. Can't nope. argue with that choice at all. Uh, for me, I'm going to go a little off the board here. Go um, best holiday decoration and go ahead and take the Christmas tree. Mm. Uh, yep. You know, yep. that's, that's got to be where I go here because you guys can go ahead and pick whatever else you want, but everybody knows that the Christmas tree is the best. <laughs> it, it is. I like that. It's, it's a, oh, yeah. 
Oh, no, real or that's fake? no. It's you don't get to pick a real tree between a real tree and a fake tree. It's just a tree. I understand, but we just need to know which one you're picking here. The tree to Jesse's point, the tree is now off limits. You can't say real tree if she says fake or vice right, versa. Right, we just right. want to know. Okay, it's fake tree all the way. I'm sorry, but I have a fake tree. It is pre-wrapped with Christmas lights. It is just plug and play. And if you're you're truly an adult once you realize that the fake tree is better than the real tree. Yeah, I'm with you there. I've dried out too many real trees to make it fire hazard, so I understand. Yep. I get that. All right, snake draft, Jesse. You get the next pick. Second, oh. we're in round two. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to go with um, best holiday tradition, and that's going to be making Christmas cookies. Okay. Um, oh. Great holiday tradition. I feel like a lot of families do that. I grew up making cookies with my mom. It was like the sugar cookies, the Christmas trees. So that's where I'm going with my number two pick. All right, solid number two pick there. Great holiday tradition. I'm also actually going to go holiday traditions on this one, and I'm going to go the advent calendar. Mm. In my family, oh. this is the most sacred holiday tradition we have. My mom, every year, I am 34 years old. Yep. My siblings are all now north of 30. And my mom still, every year, sends us out advent calendars to all of us. At this point, later on in life, she's going to be spending thousands of dollars between kids and grandkids, sending it out every year because we've become accustomed to this. It is a little dose of chocolate to start every one of my day, and I love it so much, so Fitz. Good. They make boozy uh, advent calendars yes, now, too, that have, like, super expensive yeah. stuff in it. Like, you, you start, start hitting moms up and be like, hey, oh, there's no doubt. I just meant, you know, you could get, get away from just the chocolate. Okay, I respect that. Uh, you guys have taken, like, look, I've got some things in my back pocket since I know that I'm going to be trolling the world anyway as we go through here. So I'm going to go, I think, with best Christmas decoration because tree is already off the board. I'm going to go with the wreath. Uh, in my house, I've got the wreaths on the fence and then the wreaths in the window. So, like, the lit, beautiful Christmas wreath, I will go for that as my, uh, my second pick off the board. All right. I like that. My second pick, I'm going to go to tradition, and I'm going to say the Christmas Eve get-together. We've had so many great ones uh, as we, as the kids were growing up with our friends, the Perianos, who have their three kids, the same basically age as our three kids. And for so many years when we were in Connecticut, we would go to their house for Christmas Eve. It became tradition, the meal, the present swapping and everything. And I thought it was great. So I, I would lean toward having that, that family get together on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day is kind of your own. You lounge around. You don't have to get dressed up. You kind of make some food throughout the day and pick at it. Make Christmas Eve the dinner. So I think, Dad, you described it in there and you said it. I want to make sure. Are you picking? Because I would consider White Elephant or the Yankee Swap, where you do the gift-giving swap, kind of its own tradition. So that was what we always did with the Perianos. Do you want to take that as the overarching Christmas Eve party, like the White Elephant party, the gift swapping that was at the center of that? Sure, I could do that, because that was always so much fun. I yes. mean, oh, my God. Every so year especially we especially when you could steal. Oh, I would say every year we would try and set up Alex Periano was the youngest yes. kid between both families. And every year we would try and set up knowing the gift that he wanted and make sure someone stole it so he couldn't have it because he would cry every year because we were monsters. Hilarious. We most famously hilarious. did it with a signed yeah. Peyton Manning jersey. He was a big Colts fan and it absolutely broke him. Yeah, and this was when he was really young. Because, by the way, when we do family vacations together, he's the MVP every single year. He's uh, unbelievable. My dog so, right there. All right, we'll go. Can, can we'll we go acknowledge, with the, though, that your white elephant is a signed Peyton Manning's? Like, I'm used to doing, like, you know, a $10. <laughs> like, you guys Michael Scotted this where you brought, like, the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, all right, Dad. Back-to-back -back picks for you, Dad. You've got uh, off the board right now. You've got movie, and you've got tradition off the board right now. So if you're keeping score at home. Uh, I'm going to go decoration, and I'm going to say the edible decoration. Whether it's a candy cane or sometimes you hang on the Christmas tree, you have the decoration that's chocolate as well. And when you're young, you can go up and you can take the, the decorations off the tree and eat them. So those were, were always my favorite. Whether it's now or even growing up, we used to do that. Candy cane's the obvious one, but used to have chocolate pieces of chocolate as well that could, you could just take right off the tree and eat. So, so, so that's where I'm going. Oh, hold on. So you mean an edible decoration that's on the Christmas tree? Exactly right. Okay, okay. Yes. I was like, you can't just say edible Christmas yeah, decoration. Yeah, like like, Christmas no, no, food. I'm sorry. On I'm the sorry. tree. I'm sorry. On the tree that you could just take off. Okay, got eat. it. 
All right, we're kind of blending I, I categories would, I, a little bit here that might be under protest, but I'm going to allow it now. We'll Thanks. allow it. No, it's it's obviously something that used to be more common before our time. That is true. That's oh, true. God. Respecting our elders is the theme of the day. Before here our time. I, look, here I'm just going to be go. honest. When you said edible uh, decorations, I went to a much different place. I was sitting there yeah. thinking, <laughs> what have I missed? I'm going to say a mad dog college football Saturday <laughs> right here. <laughs> I was getting into this thing. Okay, so much different. You're welcome. Uh, Okay, so that puts me back on the clock, right? And so I will go with the tradition. And while it does typically take place on Christmas Eve, it's different. So I think I can get away with this. I will go with the candlelight midnight service where you sing Christmas carols. Like that's the you go to the church and you sit there with the candlelights and everybody sings the Christmas carols. That's come on. You are a thousand years old. Very wholesome. Yeah, that is very well, nice. Though I, I was going to nice. go feeding the homeless because that's what I did last year. I was just going to do that so nobody would uh, vote against me. But I decided instead I'll go back to my childhood. Like, yeah, you get the little candle. Everybody sings Silent Night together, and like, come on, like that's, that's a beautiful thing. Do you have Werther's candies in your back pocket right now? Oh, yes. come on! He's got the tin. I have them in my book bag. I have them in my book bag. Yeah. Oh my God! I am not surprised in the least. All right. You know what? Good pick, though. Very very wholesome list for Jason. He's currying to favor with the crowd. There's no doubt there. I'm up My now. My crowd's not on social media, so. I, I have gone tradition, and I have gone song already. I think I'm going to go best holiday food. And this one, this one is interesting. There's a couple ways I could go with this. I'm going to say food or beverage in this, and it's not what you think. I'm going to go coffee in the holiday cups. Every year it makes me impossibly happy when I roll up to Starbucks or some coffee place. It's usually Starbucks, and they got the holiday-themed cups. That, for me, is like the beginning of the actual holiday season. I'm always early to market on everything else, the Christmas carols, the movies, a lot of that. But when the holiday cups show up, that's what really lights my fire. I like that one a lot. That's a very solid choice. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Even if it's just in your own house, drinking out of the Christmas mug. That's a game changer. Um, I'm going to go best holiday food as well. And I'm going to go prime rib. That Christmas prime rib is just the goat. It's incredible. It's amazing. What more is there to say? Prime rib. Oh, We used to have prime rib before games on Mm. Friday nights in college. And watching like a guy in the offensive line put away six of those before you're getting ready to play Michigan State feels so deeply Midwestern football. And in this case, Christmas. And very Christmassy. Christmas tradition. not a tradition. I mean, I'm, that's going in the food category. Yes, but it is also, clear. for the record, you know, a tradition. Um, okay, now I'm back to back. So to open up round four, I'm going to go with best holiday movie. And that's the holiday. Okay. Ooh. All right. That is the every girl knows Cameron Diaz's wardrobe in that movie is absolutely unreal. Jude Law is at his hottest. I mean, it's just yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. No, it's a great, it's a great pick. I'm glad we're starting. See, I figured movies were going to wait until the back half of the draft because there's a lot of depth. Like once you get past L, for a lot of us, I think given our right. proclivities here, that was going to be near the top of the list. So I understand Dad going there. Everyone else understands like drafting a quarterback in fantasy. You can wait till the later rounds yep. and still get a lot of really good value in this yep. one because yep. it's a flavor of ice cream deal. So mm-hmm. I'll knock uh, holiday decoration out right here, and I'll go stockings. A lot of really good memory from stockings as a kid. It kind of works into tradition because that would be what was full of all like the candy and knickknacks and goodies when I was a kid. Right. So I'll go yeah. stocking. It's a classic. It photographs really well. It's a great signal when you walk into somebody's home too to figure out, all right, how good was Q4 to my current friends? Because depending on the quality of stocking they bought, you can tell a lot about that. Yeah, is it custom? Is it, yeah. Yeah, good is one. it woven? Good is it one. just red? You know, all these different things. Yeah. So I'll go stocking there. Fitzy, what do you got here? I'm suddenly rethinking every stocking I've ever hung to make sure it meets the standards. Uh, Okay, I'll go Christmas food. Uh, I don't really have to go food here, but I think my movie's still going to be on the board. So I'm just going to go with the honey-baked ham, Christmas food, uh, because turkey is is trash, and uh, mashed potatoes aren't any good, and pie's awful. So uh, ham wins by default. I can't really find a lot of Christmas food I love, but I will go with ham. Oh! You ripped my dad's heart out. He was going to be a damn guy. This is twice now, by the way, that I feel like Jason... Well, first, my dad ripped Elf from Jason's grasp, so it feels only right that he would take ham from you, Dad. Yeah. Oh, and my second one was Christmas cookies, which, Jesse, you took. Sorry. Got a plan for the board. Got a plan for the board. Yeah, Dad, these are your final two picks here, so make sure you get it in. 
Oh, my God. This is going to be. So I'll go with now I got to think of a, another food. So I'll go with song. And again, I knew nobody was going to get this. But man, do I love this song. And I have a feeling only uh, Jason is going to really know it and have listened to it. Mike, maybe. Uh, Jesse, I don't think you have. Little Drummer Boy, but the one sang by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Mm. That to me, I know Jesse's face already. <laughs> Jason, you know, that is classic. Hearing classic. those two harmonize is so good. All right, David it's a great Bowie. pick. I would make fun of you for being old, but we're giving that up this year, and we're running out of time. So, Dad, we need your last pick. And then we've got everyone's final picks coming up here. So what do you got? Oh, my God. I, I got my, my, my ones taken. Uh, I'll eat a gingerbread house. I don't know. I, I'm so thrown right G now. Gingerbread was number two on my board for what it's worth. I think it's an underrated flavor that we yes. only really explore during this time of year. I agree with that. So I'll, I'll, go, I'll go gingerbread. I'll, I'll go down that road. All right, Fitzy, what do you got here for your final pick right now? You've got movie on the board, as do, I believe, myself and Jesse. Are you also? No, I have song. You have the holiday. holiday. You have song coming up. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, Fitz, this, you got this movie. This is where I stay true to myself. It's close to a tie for all of these, but I will go with the newest animated version of The Grinch. Of the, uh, the The Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch version of The Grinch. Absolutely yep. spectacular. Best of all three of them. Better than the original. Better than Jim Carrey. So I go with that Grinch. There you go. Knew we'd do that. All right. Yeah, yeah. no, not surprising at all from the guy who opened this with Grinch yep. shoes. Uh, for my last pick and for movie, and it really only loosely qualifies, I think, as a movie. It's, it might be a television special, but I'm going to say it falls under the right. The Charlie Brown Christmas special. Every year, it is my mm. one thing that I know for sure I have to watch. Charlie Brown trying to help put on the Christmas play, the small tree that I have a replica of in my apartment, all that thing. So I'll go Charlie Brown Christmas special. That is Boy, you have no solid. problem moving the goalpost, do you? It was movie and you went TV show, but that's okay. You went well, edible Christmas decorations. So. It's a special. Whatever. It doesn't count. Yeah. Okay, mine is song, and I'm, I'm going with um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, the mm. Frank Sinatra version. It's a classic. Frank Sinatra around the fire at Christmas. Oh, it yeah. can't be beat. That's what I'm saying. It comes on and you're just settle into that holiday cheer. All right. Love it. I feel pretty good about all these. At Jason Fitz on Twitter when we put out his <laughs> list. Make sure you let him know how wrong he was. And, of course, make sure you start ah. off your holiday season and your new year by checking him out over at Yahoo Sports on Fox Sports Radio. Fitzy, happy holidays. We appreciate you joining us, buddy. Happy holidays, guys. This is the new best tradition. God. Oh, God. Get out of here, kiss ass.